Hello, everyone. My name is Rio, and my partner here, Theo. And for the next 60 to 90 minutes, we're going to talk about recovery. Thank you. Boom. Intro. Done. We're so Very good. Very nice. Yeah, so that sounded incredible. So oh professional. I realized when you said, and my partner, Theo, I waved. And on like Spotify, that's not going to come across. So hello. Well, in spirit. <laughs> like In spirit. Imagine me waving there. It's an imaginary wave. Yeah. So uh, like, like the intention is to kind of take each week to talk about a different subject. Um, the subject might have to do with Buddhism. This might have to do with strictly recovery, or it might have to do with both. Spoilers, most of them will be both because it's a... It's just the way it works out. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's just part of the plan. But um, anyway, to introduce this week's topic of discussion, I will uh, let Theo take it away. Okay. Uh, so we had talked uh, earlier this week about uh, talking about interdependence here. And I, <clears throat> I was saying earlier, I think that interdependence, like whenever... I have thought about it, especially in regards to recovery. Um, I've almost had this like, not necessarily negative, but like kind of transitional, like, or, or maybe like dual idea, you know, it's like, it's interdependence or it's hyper independence or it's codependence or it's like kind of boxing these things in. And um, I did a little digging around today about like, what does Dharma have to say about interdependence and, um, I really enjoyed what I found. I thought that, like, for me, I guess, where I started with interdependence and just as a topic, I thought about the hyper-independence and, like, isolation of, like, prior to recovery and even in, like, the beginning parts of recovery, you know, that, like, I was supposed to kind of do it all myself and, like, figure it out and, like, I am the master of my own life and... Um, and independence was like highly revered growing up <clears throat> and and really just like in society right like being independent uh, being like an individual is something that you strive towards you know and so I thought about how that changed in building community and recovery you know and for me, the way I've thought about it is this like very tangible thing, like interdependence involves me being with or connecting to people. And that's kind of the only way to get it. And as I was digging around today and kind of like what um, interdependence is in Buddhism is more along the lines of like creating space or awareness around all of the different ways that like the smallest things that happen in my life are touched by so many other people or by my environment or by like objects or things or ideas and how like there's the um, like law of causality right and so it's like because I I used this example earlier like when I get up and I have my coffee I get to have my coffee because somebody built my coffee maker 
And because I went out to the store and bought my coffee maker from a store full of people from an organization or like a corporation or a business or whatever. And then that coffee that I make was grown by people, you know, and it was grown by an environment that was specifically geared toward or specifically suitable for growing coffee beans. And then those coffee beans were not only like grown and cultivated and harvested, but they were then processed and then they were shipped all of these places. And so even just this act and then like then you think about like the mug and where did that come from and where did the ceramic come from? And it's like if I have, yeah, if I have that awareness of even this small act that I am doing alone seems isolated. It's not. It's always touched. And it just, it kind of like gave me this opportunity to think about how everything is interdependent, even if I don't see it. Because when I think about interdependence, I think about like, again, some of the negatives of it, like, oh, the nuclear family or like hyper independence or like the way that we're supposed to be self-made. And it's like, there's really no way to do that. You know, even if I am growing all of my own food, I am dependent on my environment. I'm dependent on like who touched this ground before me. Um, I'm dependent on the weather and the seasons and, you know, even where do I get my seeds? I am going to probably purchase them from somewhere else. And where did they come from and who cultivated that? And so it just wound up being a lot bigger of a topic than I had originally considered you know my my thoughts were it was going to be very like people centered and I'm realizing that it's very everything centered um well I mean oh sorry go ahead just I think that it can be really relevant to recovery because getting sober can you can feel so alone in it and there are times throughout my sobriety even with community I have felt very alone you know I, I battle loneliness that's still or maybe I should say I experience loneliness at times, you know, and here is this practice that the Dharma has given me to recognize where I'm not ever really alone. Sorry, what were yeah. you going to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say say that the first thing that comes to my mind is how many people have touched the strawberry before I right. eat, you know, I eat it. Like yeah. there's virtually nothing in my life that I do independently from others. Right. It it doesn't exist, you know. Um it can't. I, no. Even even the very air we breathe has come out of a tree to reoxidate mm-hmm. it. Well, and so I watched this video by Barbara Heffernan talking about uh interdependence in Buddhism, right? Um and it's just on YouTube, anybody can find it. But she made that same she talked about it as like a practice of like go and stand next to a tree and think about the air that you're breathing in comes from that tree and then the air you're breathing out is taken in by that tree and then the soil that you stand on like how it's supporting you both you know and it's nurturing you both in different ways and so it is it's like you can't I think beginning that as a practice you know like integrating that as a practice it becomes kind of impossible to get away from it, you know, um, which can just be really beneficial for people who struggle with loneliness or people who struggle with feeling isolated, you know, and it's been kind of a isolated few years for a lot of people. And so to think about how we have all of these different things that not only support us, but we are 
giving back to, you know, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship where there's give and take, there's reciprocity in it all. Oh, certainly. That's really good. You, you, <laughs> you said most of the things that I wanted to say. Um, I, I absolutely, I absolutely love the, like the idea that there's nothing held in higher esteem in America than, you know, the self-made man or right. the entrepreneur or the rugged individualist or the, right. you know, self-sustaining, you know, whatever. And the reality of it is um, that doesn't exist. Right. Even the nuclear family, man, I thought about that a lot today because it's Sunday and I'm like trying to get ready for the week. And it's like, we have all of this laundry and dishes and like trying to keep the house picked up and we have kids and it's like, it's a lot for two adults to try to manage before another week starts where we're going to go back to work, you know? Um, and how, that's the you're supposed you're expected to be able to do it all right I think especially like being a stay-at-home parent that's like kind of the expectation is I should I should cover all of this here you know and it's just a lot man especially when you're raising small children to think that you can actually do it all um and so I I really treasure the idea of interdependence and specifically interdependence as survival which is another thing that like Barbara Heffernan talked about is that we can get so like I can get so centered on independence as survival like I'm clean in my house and I'm like man you know if uh if it was just me I would just have like less to do you know um or if I didn't have a partner I wouldn't have this expectation of help and like so I get into this like hyper independent mindset of uh I should just be able to do it all or I could do it all and the truth is is that I still couldn't you know there would still be this sense of loneliness and this sense of overwhelm and it gives me gratitude for what I do have um and it also gives me gratitude to consider further of like all of these things for lack of a better term that support me you know all these processes and pathways and avenues that like I don't consider in my day-to-day -day life you know um and then I had so I, I write gratitude in the morning and I still like share it with people like text it back and forth and I had a friend reach out and on their gratitude was saying like a reminder that I'm not alone and it just felt really relevant today especially is that man we are not alone and thank god you know uh it's there's okay last thing i'll say uh but there's okay for if you, have you seen everything everywhere all at once no i haven't but oh my I, god i i think if you haven't by now then you deserve to be spoiled so it's, i'll accept my punishment I will only share this a line from it that will not really spoil anything, but there's this person who's saying like, I just can't do it alone. Like I just can't do it by myself. And this is not verbatim, but the main character says no one can. And like, thank goodness we don't have to. Um, and then there's this big upheaval and it's like this really beautiful, ridiculous, the whole movie is ridiculous, but powerful and just like fucking fantastic. But I think about that a lot. Um, I, I can't do it alone, you know, and the more I remind myself of that, 
and really try to like reach out to community or even just like bring awareness to how not alone I am um, really helps to combat that. Because I think like we were talking about last week, that recovery, it's it's not so much about the tangible like, or at least maybe addiction and alcoholism isn't so much about like the tangible drug use and drinking as much as it is like this disconnection that is like led to feeling like we need to like kind of wipe it away, you know, um, and so the opposite gets to be connection and that's where it starts to be different. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I, my, my mind goes to like, imagine where you start. So I imagine that most people begin in a very disconnected place, a very, um, a place that is not ripe for interconnection or, or if there is interconnection there, it's most likely dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really serve you or the other person very well. And mm -hmm. you're kind of, um, pushed up against something that causes you a lot of pain so you decided to re renegotiate your terms of life mm -hmm. um so 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 i suppose if that is where you begin how does one make their way from one side of that spectrum to you know some imaginary place on this side that is healthy <laughs> right and if you could draw me a really detailed map really quickly that would be incredibly helpful yeah, I do not have a map. Um, I, I don't either. <laughs> it, it would probably be a series of pictures and vague ideas that is so much like somewhat cyclical and also seasonal and regional. And it's like, there's just, it's a, uh, it's not linear, it's spatial. You know, I think about that with a lot of things is that there's really no straight lines. It's like, here's a point on the line and then here's everything that impacts that point. Um, and then there are going to be different lines, you know, uh, that come off of that. And so it probably looks, and again, people won't be able to see this, but it probably looks more like that. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. Boom, then... you just solved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's the answer um, oh. for those who can't see it too bad, you know, I guess you'll have to find it another way, but. <laughs> no, I. I mean, you know, to be fair, you can imagine it by imagining it's a squiggly man on his knees crawling. Sure. Yeah. That's how I saw it. That's what my imagination brain said. <laughs> so, so let's assume there's some challenge there. Like let's right. assume this, <laughs> this person on his hands and knees crawling towards some sort of safety. Um, yeah. We are often squiggly people on our hands and knees. Yeah. I think um, uh, because, because it's not like to to kind of over explain the joke which is going to make the joke less funny but it's a Love sacrifice it. i'm willing to make um there there isn't like that is a that is a problem um or a no that is a relationship that you mm -hmm. have to sort out on your own based on what is comfortable and healthy yeah which requires you to have a little bit of your wits about you i think mm-hmm would you say that in early recovery, enter any sort of interconnection, interdependence, connection with community, whatever is a positive thing? Because you're in such a place of lack for that. 
no, <laughs> no, I would not say that. <laughs> I, um, I think that in, so I, I think that one of the like differences that it's important to like make this distinction is that like connection does not equal interdependence, you know, like sometimes I think what makes what like differentiates the two is interdependence is going to have a quality of reciprocity. Um, there's going to be a give and a take. And even that is not always better than nothing. <laughs> like I think that especially in early recovery, it can be really easy <clears throat> to just to like hold on to old patterns, you know, um, and to build relationships based on those old patterns and to make connections based on those old patterns. Um, and those are not always going to be best for anyone. You know, it's like, it's like dating in early recovery. In my experience, it was just a mess. Yeah. You know? Um, and what's funny is that like, I didn't date a lot before recovery, but when I got sober, I was like, okay, well now I'm going to do this thing. Cause this is what normal people do. And, uh, and I'm making connections and I have community ish, you know? And, uh, and the truth was, was it was just, and I mean, kind of, again, going back to what we talked about last week, like those people were mirrors. Um, it was a useful experience. All of those like painful experiences were useful experiences ultimately, but they were painful, you know? Um, and I don't even know that I could say necessary. I think that especially in early recovery, it's just really easy to put ourselves in positions that are self-defeating um, and are harmful because we don't we're floundering you know like we're just getting our legs and we don't know how to fucking walk yet so <laughs> i i like to like like i do not enjoy using this word for like for it because it's not really a prob <laughs> problem yeah. right but right. <clears throat> i just for the sake of ease of communicating the idea i i, I will just say that when you begin I don't think you understand the scope of the issue. Right. I think you think it's like one delicious slice of misery pie. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, it's just this. It's just it's just a little triangle of bitter pie. Mm -hmm. And then you realize that the entire world is made of pie. Right. And that you have to eat it all. <laughs> you don't have a choice <laughs> because you live in pie world. Where... Well, and you've now constructed a very disgusting pie. <laughs> like... Oh my god! Like, 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 imagine a uh, pie made of random people in a twelve-step meeting. No, <laughs> no, I'd rather not. Thank you. <laughs> it tastes like you know, like, like it tastes like cigarette butts and shame, really. And bad coffee, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's something they don't talk about everyone says the coffee's good but it's not i think it's no. i think it's one of those like self-processed you know lies you know that we tell ourselves to make I, things feel better i don't know anyone who says the coffee's good uh what's funny is that I, i've I met them i swear <laughs> i had a friend the other day say that uh they they like hadn't been to a meeting in a while and they they were there and had a cup of coffee and they're like, it's so bad. I was like, yeah, because it doesn't need to be good in the beginning. You know, it just needs to be coffee. And yeah. I think that that works, you know, that metaphor works for the way that we treat relationships, you know, friendships or romantic or otherwise, right. you know, is that it doesn't need to be good. It just needs to be connection. And I don't think that that's, uh, 
actually true. And like you're talking about, so we think about it as just this tiny piece, you know, like this is just like one bad event, right? Or one like negative experience. But when we continue to perpetuate those patterns that kind of like we come into recovery with, it's almost like this perpetuation of our pain. You know, we're just reconstructing new pain that at five, seven, 12 years sober, now we have to take a look at and be like, wow, I was sober as shit making poor choices. Um, and well, so certainly. kind of like, right, which I also think that that's a really uh, important thing that people don't always tell you about is that just because you're sober does not mean you're going to make better choices or necessarily like have a better life experience you know um nope. the the introspective work um, and experience and seeking is just really necessary for things to change and heal yeah it's like you need to go one step further and yeah. like you're not really ready to go one step further right. for for a while some nondescript amount of time somewhere in between three and 36 years right um, depending on what you're comfortable with yeah well and it it makes me think of grief you know how many times I've been grieving and I wish that the world would just stop you know uh, and it doesn't and so you have to now do life with grief and it's going to be messy and it's similar to like you now have to take a step further you don't know how to take a step further you don't want to take a step further but you have to keep going and so yeah it's it's going to be messy and that's okay yeah that's where compassion comes in compassion for self and others and um giving yourself a little bit of wiggle room which again dharma has offered me um compared to being really hateful to or just you know i don't even know that hateful is the word critical of mm. some. critical yeah it's really when things are not happy when things are not going very well it is natural to be critical but i don't think that it's constructive but I don't know. I think that there is times where you just have to like really acknowledge that certain things suck or, right. or it just might be me. I mean, I've, I've been in the position where I'm just like, am I being critical about this rotation of things that I'm doing in my life right now? Or like, am I being overly critical about being on a conference or something? Um, right. So are we talking about being critical of self or being critical of others? Critical of, uh, yeah, like I guess half of those things that I mentioned were about being critical of others. Okay. Um, but it 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 is safe to assume if you're critical of others, you're critical of yourself. Unless to, you're a narcissist, yes. To, to an approximate, <laughs> you know, a degree, unless you yeah. have early childhood development issues. Yeah, yeah. I think the critical of others does you're right it always stems from this like place of criticism of self and really that can come from just like the lens that we view life from you know like whatever ideologies we were brought up with or like whatever viewpoints or values or morals or whatever like we were we were kind of brought up with like that's usually where that criticism of others comes from for me and so that's when it's like time to take a look at my values 
do I actually believe this? And also, like, what fucking right do I have to tell other people how to live their life? Um, and then the critical of self, I think that you're that you're right, like that it it can be it can be harmful and it but I also think it can be beneficial. And for me, the difference in that is like shame versus guilt. Um, mm. and like, for me, shame is like almost never useful, probably never, you know, I, I want to say almost never because I'm like, mm, but I still experience it. And so surely it's useful. Uh, but guilt, on the other hand, it's like, I feel bad for this action that I've taken, um, can be useful because it can teach me to not take that action again. You know, I can still have compassion for self. I don't have to stay in guilt. I don't have to stay in this place of like, wow, I'm a huge piece of shit because I hurt somebody's feelings, you know, but I can look at it and say like, oh, I do not like the way I interacted with that person. It's not who I want to be. And then do something different and then like leave the guilt behind rather than it's like, I'm not a piece of shit. I just made a really unskillful choice, you know, in this situation. So I do think at times criticism can be beneficial like self-criticism but i think that it's a slippery fucking slope you know <laughs> that for people like you and i specifically and probably a lot of people in recovery it's important to be aware of like how much we wallow in that you know um and how it turns into a, a reflection of who we are versus what we do you know mm. I don't know. No, I mean, I'm thinking about that way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's like a certain, because I could almost describe to you people that exist at different points on that spectrum mm-hmm. and kind of like how that's like, you know, it's almost like, like life can't communicate them, you know, like, like with them in a way that like makes sense. So they, you know, get stuck along the way, which happens mm. to all of us. And, yeah. and I don't know, they're like, like there's, I feel like in that specific instance, it's a process that is not good, clean, or well, well, like it's good, but it's not clean. Oh, it's yeah. very much just like, you know, put your hand out of the bunker. Yep. Hand got burnt. You know, you know, my hand was burned. Okay. I'll wait 15 minutes. And then you do it again. <laughs> you're like, shit, okay, well, let's try the left hand. Like, you know, like, like there's some sort of a. Like dance that you're trying to do to make this same thing work. Certainly. And yeah. I, I did not, I don't think that. Um, it's weird. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, 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 like I have this idea that, will describe the metaphor I'm envisioning perfectly, but it's not coming out. Um, the, the idea is that it is made simpler through self-compassion. It is made mm. less painful. And the, the avoiding of that can lead you to places where you're very, very stuck. And the, the opposite of that, the opposite of the, over, you know, where you're just, you know. Oblivious. All, Oblivion, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like no, no awareness to what's happening um, can also lead to being stuck and great yeah. difficulty. There, like, there's almost like a tension that has to be maintained um, to kind of make progress. Or yeah. um, I, uh, at I do, um, I do recovery or dar- dharma recovery at a sangha in Spokane 
um, Washington, and they talk a lot about um, there's a book uh, where 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 they describe you know emotional edge states and how you have to kind of to make progress you have to approach that edge without falling off mm. and there's kind of like a dance or a play that happens with that where you're you're like you don't want to fall back into um apathy but mm. you don't want to sprint across like a lemming and fall into the ocean mm-hmm. so there's like you know it's not an easy thing to describe I feel because yeah. there is like some some uh Bill Nye the science guy shit wrapped up in it you know yeah we're we just like hey everyone this week Sean's going to be experimenting with friends and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like you know let's see how far Sean gets and then you're like okay I'm sticking my hand out I'm pretty sure this person sucks I don't want to be their friend boom hand goes back and then you try someone else you're like oh they suck too and then you keep keep going for like eight years mm-hmm. and that brings us to now well and, the, and then that i mean that makes the point of like then yes all the connections are better than none not not better than none but like you were you asked that question earlier but it's still it's like without burning your hand that many times and doing that dance you would not know where to put your hands you know like what to do with your hands now and right. so yeah, it, it can be useful. It's so funny because I struggle with uh, that kind of like what you're talking about, that like tension to balance, you know, like that getting to the edge. I want to, I want to sprint or I want to like stay real far away from the edge, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that that's why I kind of carry these ideas about like guilt and the way that I'm like, oh, it's useful. You know, it's like, or is that just like a meaning or a definition that I'm now assigning to it? So that's really interesting to me to chew on. Also, it's quite possible that it plays into this idea of like uh, that somehow by being like punishing towards self, it's like, oh man, I should feel like shit because I did a wrong thing. And this feeling like shit's really going to teach me, which is hilarious because like anybody I've ever worked with, Like, one of the things that people quote me on the most, like, in recovery, like, working with people is, like, I talk about a garden and how, like, my plants won't grow grow if I go out there and, like, beat the shit out of them with a bat. I have to, like, love and nurture them and be patient with them and, like, be supportive and give them what they need. But yet I still occasionally, like, run into my own mind with a bat, like, you're going to get it right this time, you know? Um so yeah, so self-compassion is a place I can definitely use some some practice, I think. Right, but like how much of your experience in recovery has been like something really painful happens and then there's an expansion or a growth or like mm-hmm. a, you know, something gives way, you know, become of it. You almost become conditioned to it. Like one of mm-hmm. those little pigeons in the cages, you know, you know like, <laughs> like, like rings the bell. <laughs> You're just like... No, hurt me, please. I'm so tired of being like this. Well, yeah. So like the last four years, definitely. Just just fuck me right up. Come on. Let's go. I want to, like, I want to expand past this. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 
<laughs> that's funny I think for a long time in the beginning I did not want the pain right like I just wanted to construct this really like pretty nice comfortable existence but yeah after I hit this kind of like threshold in recovery like we talked about last week where the bottom falls out you know now I'm like no let's just like fuck it up you know um because I I want it to get better um which is interesting I mean I think that has to be kind of a balancing act too because it's like how I can bite off more than I can chew sometimes, you know, um, well, I, somebody, they were talking about, I think the 10th step in AA and like continue to take personal inventory maybe. Um, and I, the way that I did that for a long time was really, uh, mean to myself you know and I had this guy explain it to me one time that like <clears throat> you watch for these things you watch for these things to crop up in your life you don't go turning over rocks um and I think that I think there's a time for turning over rocks and I think that there's probably a time where the turning over rocks is like self-violence like violence against the self um mm. so that's an interesting thing to consider like i suppose it's it's like like it was just the most relatable thing so i talked a lot about friends and connection and stuff but it's not you know that's just a you know a, a small bit of the interdependence <laughs> you know experience yeah um, the the kind of um what comes to my mind is that as you are as you are able to attain longer and longer periods of sobriety the petri dish that you need to be in to learn and grow changes. It gets mm. bigger, smaller, more specialized, you know, like whatever. So like people might, you know, prefer to do coda. People might prefer to do, you know, more specialized types of recovery based on mm -hmm. you know, what feels authentic at that particular right. time. And I never really had anyone in process really describe to me that, growth change and like say like you're going to a tool or like 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 a group and you just you know I'm, I'm sure this is a relatable experience where you're just like I'm fucking done with this <laughs> like why do I go here and it's and it's like like there's almost like you know a little mini story arc you have to go through where you kind of experience like grief for that and you just like mm -hmm. guilt and like all this other stuff comes up just in the act of trying to move yourself to a more you know a more efficient method or a more authentic place or you know mm -hmm. doing that you literally have to you know experience this thing that might feel very 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 difficult it might feel scary or it might feel like you know oh they're gonna all think I'm completely off the rails having spent one hour a week with me for the last 18 months they mm -hmm. they they would you know like like it's very easy to focus on that mm -hmm. or at least it was for me and I had like a great bit of difficulty like just like accepting the like hey like this crappy meditation group in a rundown rec center is is just what I like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah you know what I mean and yeah and it was weird because like, I don't, you know, like I kind of did that in the face of people saying negative things about it. 
mm-hmm. and just like, wow, like these people have really put me into a, into a box in their head. Like right. they, they really have an idea of who I am. And um, it's just like, was like growing past that and like, you know, letting go of that and like, you know, being like, well, I, I, I want to make this choice independently. Like I want, mm-hmm. you know, to speak to it. Right. But like knowing that I have to do something, I, I, I have to, it is in my best interest um, to hang out with a group of people, remain somewhat accountable to my actions and to just be a part of a community. Um, I don't naturally like interdependence or community. I don't, mm. I, I really can't like my ideal reality is on an Island separated from as many people as possible and just having like just my basic needs met, you know, like, 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 like this is a magical Island. So it would be a pig that more pigs come out of and it sustains me. you like, is that how pigs work? Is that how animals yes, work? Yes. More, like, more. Well, it depends on the sex of the animal okay. and if there are enough animals to like inseminate, you know, uh, okay. but if you if you want a magic pig, then it can be whatever you want. I imagine. <laughs> okay, well, in my in my dream, it's definitely a magic pig. Okay, cool. Um, I, I you don't uh, want to like watch pig sex on your island. No, no. Okay. Um, uh, that's <laughs> what the you know the Instagram models are for. You know, it would be me and three or four women, easy. Uh, okay. You know, on on the island, it sounds like a real fun adventure for them. I imagine, I'd just be wandering around have you guys ever read the tibetan book of the dead (laughs) anyway go back to taking selfies person i've reduced to their base qualities yikes i know it's but um the the of of course i don't have the means or the way and and the you know the actual you know what i want does not actually work like Mm. it, it just does not equate to my happiness like, you know, my happiness involves other people. It just does. I don't really have a choice. Um, it doesn't always need to, but it is the most reliable method. Um, there's some, there's something about other people that is interesting enough to keep me coming back, regardless of um, how close the island gets. <laughs> like, I suppose in a post-quarantine post world, I, sh- I should probably change it from an island. I think, Je- you know, uh, Jeffrey Epstein ruined the whole island vibe. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) It might be outside, you know, like, like it might be really easy to take that in a much different way, but uh, anyway, I'll, I'll talk about something else now. So (laughs) many things that I think about that and have to say, oh, and what, like, interestingly enough, none of them have to do with Jeffrey Epstein, but I think about like, even your island, your magic island with, or your island with your magic pigs, you know, like there is still interdependence there. Like according to the Buddhists. Well, you need the air, you need oh, the trees, shit. you need the water, you need the Instagram models. Like, I needed need... a volcano to erupt, right? Right, 100,000 years ago to create, yeah, 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 yeah need you a... need it all. And so, there you cannot escape it. It's like, it's like we were talking about earlier that myth of independence, it doesn't actually exist, even in like your most fanciful dreams you know um it's just which reminds me of the Carl Jung quote that we were talking about earlier you know is that like the problems are not 
solved. This idea of isolation is not solved. It's just like we realize that the problem does not exist. And that is like a butchered representation of that quote. Um, but it's the moving on from like, oh, it's we've got to solve these problems. And instead recognizing it's like, oh, the problem is already solved. It's it's already done. You know, it's I hate so, interdependence, but I live in it. I cannot exist without it. So then mm-hmm. if we if we examine that, right? I think that's very good. I actually agree. I, <laughs> I think that's like I'm so impressed by your ability to uh <laughs> bring that back to a place that wasn't like Sean space. I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, or I'm sorry, Rio space. <laughs> Trey, I have to remember. <laughs> Whoever I, I like, like I think that's a really solid way to look at it. The um, I think. Oh, god damn it! I just had a point. And I lost it. My old man brain doesn't work. Um, so I'm gonna say what I was. The other thing I was gonna say then, and give you your brain do. some time. So the other thing is, you were talking about like the process of like leaving this place, right? That, uh. Like when you decided to go hang out in the meditation meetings instead of the 12 step meetings, you know, and how we have all of these other people who may like either like outright judge and criticize and look down upon, or even people who are just like worried um, about like the trajectory of your life now. And for me, man, there's so much with that, you know, there's so much, like, that's why I said, I have so much to say, but like the things I will just highlight is like one, the power dynamics um, that are present in those situations. It's not reciprocity. Um, It's not uh, equanimity. It's not everybody existing on the same plane. It's because I know better than you. I know that you should not fucking leave. And if you leave, you're for sure going to die a fiery death, right? Versus the way that I, when I kind of made that move what I had to continue to remind myself was that I'm so grateful for the time that I spent here I'm grateful for my sobriety I'm grateful for the things that I've learned I'm grateful for the things I have unlearned Um, and I'm grateful for this point now in my life where I'm going to I have learned that this is no longer the space for me and I have learned that this other space feeds me in a way that I need to be fed right now um and that kind of excludes the power dynamics. Like they they can still try to like enforce them, but I do not have to like carry them on with me now. Um, even if it's man, and that's not that's way easier said than done because it's painful, you know, when you think I people who I loved and admired um just kind of thinking I was fucking it up, you know, um and thinking the worst. And it felt very Um, I felt like a child again, you know, a child who was making the wrong decisions again. And I think that that can just like hit on some things that can be painful. But if I can stay at that place of gratitude and moving forward and really kind of this like acceptance of self of like, if it doesn't work, I'll do something else. And I trust myself enough today to know that. So I feel like I got kind of like off topic there, but yeah, the, power dynamics is what I thought about and then the uh kind of the grief of moving from that place you know and those relationships that changed no for sure 
Well, I mean, I got the grief. Um, you certainly look at it far more maturely than I do. I don't think I'm quite ready to see it with like the lens of, you know, those people just wanted me to be safe. I, uh, I just, because for me, there's a dis, there was a disconnect between what they thought that looked like in my life versus what I thought that looked like, 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 you right. know what I mean? There might, right. like, I, I certainly, um, maybe I'll just let that stand. Um, I just think, think that's a really mature way to look at it that I'm not capable of quite yet. Um, it might be a little bit too, might be a little too close to the, to the chest for me to like share that, that, that view authentically. Um, yeah. You know, there's certain, certainly, you know, people that I'm close with that have, I know, you know, that's not an issue with. Yeah. But, but that requires a leap for me that I haven't quite got yet. Although yeah. I can certainly attest that you like like that is the proper perspective to have that is the the bigger perspective to have than the perspective that I have and there's probably an even bigger perspective you know right from that um it's just that there's a lot of a lot of it that is not talked about and a lot of it that is not described and there's kind of a general sense that you know anything that is not this is death Mm -hmm. yeah and there is that power dynamic where other people's views are constantly being pressed upon you and you kind Mm -hmm. of have to, you know, fight a little bit to make that space or you have to, you know, just acknowledge that not everyone's going to be comfortable with everything because you're in a random assortment of, you know, 35 people in a room and there's just always going to be some sticking point. And um, I think that there's like probably a lot of growth that I could get it get out of that I just don't know that it's the right time for me to think too yeah. hard about that I I feel lucky to have because I I'm going to just start a few sentences all at once um I feel lucky to have had examples of people who did not seem to struggle with that you know um but I did like I definitely get the struggle of um feeling like not trusted in my decisions or feeling criticized or judged for my decisions. Um, and I'm grateful to have the people who are like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, you know, and they seem to really just like let that roll off. Uh, and so it is like, it's admirable for me to watch those people. And then I, the last thing that I'll say about this is just that the idea that it comes from a place of concern, um, Saying that does not have to make it true, but I believe that these people believe that I was in danger or that I am in danger. Like, it may not be true that I am, but they believe that um, for whatever reason, if that's ego, if that's power dynamic, if it's a genuine fear, um, their beliefs do not have to inform or influence mine. And I think that's where I started to take a step away. Is it like, God, I, it's such a like cliche saying, but I use it all the time. It's like, that's not mine. I don't have to pick that up. I can leave that right there. That's not mine. Certainly. Certainly. And, Clean and, up your own shit. Well, it's <laughs> joking. <laughs> it's just like anything, you know, you, you are, 
if you're passionate enough to forsake the, um, you know, the safety and known of something for the unknown, then perhaps that should be looked at too. Um, yeah. Why, why don't you want to be there? What about it isn't feeding you in a way that's yeah. authentic? What about it is, um, you know, incompatible with your, you know, your growth or your tra trajectory you're on? Yeah. And should you be, you know, listening to other people, you know, people's input in regards to your own happiness or mm -hmm. things that are, you know, decisions you have to make in your life? Um, mm -hmm. and there's certainly times where I think it's probably healthier to, you know, listen to other people, but there's also certain times where it's, it's time to, it's time to GTFO. Um, right. I like, like, like I will state for the record though. Um, it's, it's not something that terribly grates at me because the people that, um, were the most negative to me exhibited the least compassion like exhibited the most yeah. like you know the most generic binary left right brain good bad mm -hmm. and like that person is not operating from a place of freedom right they're, exactly they're they're, they're they're like you know your you know your partner in jail you know they're they're just your cellmate and if they want to if they want to kick you in the back of the head on your last day in jail then um you know like that's up to them they're right. still there. Well, um, and they're probably like, pretty incapable of self-compassion. Well, right. And, 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 like, 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 and I, like, like, I feel like it's so passive aggressive for me to say that, <laughs> but it's just like how I resolved it within myself. Like, like, not like this person sucks. It's just that like, oh, that person doesn't operate on any of the frequencies that I'm trying to operate on. Right. It, it's like. And why... maybe they don't need you, but I do. Well, I. Oh, stop, stop making me Sorry. think about them. Stop making me think too much. I'd like you to like, just reel it back and just let me live okay. in my black and white world. All right. Um, just for a second. I don't All need right. to see too many of those colors in between. I don't want to okay. like, I'd rather just, I'd rather. Did you not see the rainbow sweater? What did you expect? I know, right? <laughs> no, I mean, you're very good at um, seeing, seeing things from both sides. Mm -hmm. um, uh, certainly more so than me um, in my current state. I think that we have both experienced that that is not always the truth. I have my things that I can get very one-sided about. Um. <laughs> like your inability to take a compliment? Yeah, that one. Uh, that one. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I just think, think that it's um, like... It's one of those things, and this is how I, this is, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but we'll, there are certain things in recovery that once you become aware of it, you can't unaware of it. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of like, once you become aware that there's like, you know, different sort of shades of this experience, then like, you have to like, 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 you know, you can no longer live in, in ignorance of that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I guess... I guess the way that I look at it is I just became aware of the wrong things at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean... it, it, it would have been much better if I didn't, didn't pay a whole lot of attention and just kind of like shot my way out of there. Didn't worry too much. Would I, it have though? 
I really like who you I are. Know. I don't know. I, like, would we be <laughs> friends? Would we be doing this thing if you had not, ha- like, <laughs> no, rocketed no. To- through all of this duka? Like, <laughs> that's, that's that's how much I like. This is about to get weird, but I mean, this is like how much I value your friendship is because, like, you know, you're you and a collection of six, seven, ten other people are are about the only thing I walked away from that experience with. Yeah, you know everything else was kind of um, you know reduced to dirt, you know, to ash, and uh, I have to believe that you know, you know I'm I'm meant to know the people that I'm meant to know right now, yeah. and um, it's like a never-ending process. Someday I'll need a, I'll need a bigger petri dish, just like you know I needed one in the past, and who who knows you know what that will look like, you know. Or, or perhaps I take a break from the petri dishes and just go hang out somewhere and chill for a while and don't and don't move. That would be exciting too. I'd take one of those. I don't even know if that exists. So. Yeah. Just stop. <laughs> uh, st- stop, <laughs> stop fucking up my delusions. I like, so like I like living in dream world sometimes. <laughs> Well, I let you have the magic pig, man. Kind of. Okay, I guess fair. not. I told you that it was still under a minute. <laughs> you shit all over my well, magic pig. I'm so I sad. You can have it. I'm just telling you, it's still not independence. <laughs> like, have no, all the but... shitty magic pigs you want. Okay. So so I think we've we've rather well talked around the idea that no one does this alone. Yeah. No one exists, period, alone. And, and that we are heavily dependent on a ecosystem of people, mm-hmm. things, emotions, all that to constitute the life that we're currently experiencing. And it requires all of it. Yeah. You cannot remove anything from your life. Like without, you know, you know, retaining that wholeness. Um, now, and I really like that, actually. <laughs> I just, you know, when you say something and then like you immediately think of, like of one way that it's wrong you're just like fuck <laughs> like, yeah so so uh, i my my perspective on how i view that totality of things has changed and my relationship with that totality of things has changed mm-hmm. and i no longer see it as like happy sad good bad but rather, you know, all of the things that come with happy, sad, and good, bad, you know, there's mm-hmm. like a, like I have kind of a broader perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to say that, you know, suffering doesn't mm-hmm. always mean just bad things. Like right. you, you can suffer over something that's a very good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be anxious about something that's a good thing you can you know experience a huge amount of anxiety over something that is the best thing in your life right absolutely like so so yeah (laughs) anytime I've ever put myself out there yeah (laughs) correct correct (laughs) yeah yeah well in uh in contrast things that have super negative consequences can feel very good you know so it's through that yeah high five not much is black and white, I suppose. No. And um, it's really, that is the, that that perspective, that way of looking at it is what feels authentic to me. Mm-hmm. Because 
I'm going to need anyone that hears the sound of my voice that has a method to snap their fingers and get rid of anxiety or to snap their fingers and get rid of sad feelings, like in a completely holistic, normal way that I can do that isn't, um, you know, a Jaeger bomb. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, man. It's more of a Jack and Coke person myself. I was honest. a Jaeger person for a while. No. <laughs> so gross. No. <laughs> no, treat yourself better than Jaeger bomb. What's hilarious is one time I was uh, trying to lose weight. I was like a teenager and uh, and I was drinking all the time, so I decided I was going to stop drinking beer, and I was only going to drink liquor, but I was drinking Jägermeister. <laughs> it's like, nah, my cousin was like, that's, that's not going to do it, man, the amount of sugar in that shit. <laughs> like, I was oh, like, did, did, did you just turn into, like, hangover the person? Like, <laughs> I, I just I, couldn't imagine. Bro, I was hangover the person for 13 years like, mm, same <laughs> no same. like 10 but <laughs> oh i think it was nine nine almost nine years exactly yeah i just just recently have been sober longer than i was like using and drinking congratulations in the last couple years so I don't know if that clap comes through i hear I'm it happy. it's a it's a very slight pat and i Excellent. appreciate the slight pat just a just a gentle clap for my friend Theo. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so so it's it's confusing. It doesn't feel great, but it is unavoidable. Mm-hmm. And would you say that would you say that it's something worth focusing on? Would would you say that it's some something that's worth taking inventory of? keeping intention around when you say it what do you mean i mean being conscious of the ways in which you are connected to the world oh i think it's vital yeah i think it's like uh super super necessary for me um there's a i'm reading this book braiding sweetgrass by robin kimmerer i'm not sure that that's how you pronounce her name but it's all about uh it's about a lot of things, but it's a big thing that I'm taking away from it is the interdependence with our environments. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more I think about that, the better I feel, you know, um, I'm going to start a garden in the next couple months. And it's like thinking about companion planting, thinking about how I will care for the garden and the garden will care for me and how it will st- strengthen my relationship with the earth. Um and how I do that when I have fires, you know, and when I feed people, they, I feed them and they feed me. And mm. I think the more I focus on that, the better I feel and the better I operate out in the world. Um, because when I start to think that I am super isolated and my needs are not met and, uh, and that I have to be independent, the more bitter I am you know, um, and I'm not always the, the best or funnest person to be around. Mm. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I think it's super important. Also, I love the, would you say questions? Those are every time you say it, I'm like, <laughs> strap in. <laughs> well, where would you say that, that, how, how do you sort that? Like, how do I sort it? 
yeah, there's like, there's kind of like interconnection that is unavoidable, interconnection that is chosen, and then interconnection that is like, but how was there a process that you went through or something that you experienced where you began to look at that? Like at what point in your history was that okay, even a so thing? Interdependence that is unavoid unavoidable literally today. Cool. <laughs> the first day that I've thought about it um and then interdependence uh that I like intentionally cultivate um I think has been like just a theme throughout my sobriety mm. you know um and really I guess interdependence that was like kind of forced would be like the first few years of sobriety it's like I yeah. have to do this I don't want to do this but I have to do this and then it turned into like I don't have to do this I can be a miserable shit but I kind of want to do this. And then it turned into, I don't want to do this, but I want to do this. And I started to like, that's where the intention came in um, for me is like, I am now intentionally cultivating in interdependent networks of people and practices and even like space, you know, um, where I exist in the world. So, yeah, that's good. What about you? When did all that happen? Where did it happen? Um, when I started hanging out with you, um, that was kind of my introduction to it because mostly, um, I didn't, I just like tried to do interesting things and that mm -hmm. was always kind of like in process of so doing, doing creative or like, you know, like, 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 it's like, that's what I was trying to make and it just wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. And then like, I found this person, you know, Theo, and I was like, oh, well, this person is doing it. I don't know what this person's doing. That's magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh... what's so funny about that is that like we had hung out before. Right. But the, the walk it, the walk was like really what I think about is like the beginning of this journey for us. And that happened at a time when I was like, so incredibly like cripplingly lonely you know, and I felt so alone in the world. And so for you to like experience or begin to perceive interdependence from that time is just fascinating. <laughs> you, well, know? Like, you know, from my perspective, I like, I was much like, you know, well, I'd like to leave Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't have a choice. So there has to be a reason why I'm here. And then I was like, oh, well, Theo can be my reason for being here for <laughs> approximately nine months. <laughs> you know, this is cool. And then like, you know, you you have meditation groups at your house and you kind of yeah. bring people together around tea and like, you know, kind of, um, you know, com community oriented group activities that, yeah. you know, pe people seemed rather excited to do. So, and that gave me a really good framework on how I should do that going forward because no one, no one wants to do art projects. People just want to hang out and be people. Like, I like no to one, do art projects. Or, you know, that's, I don't know if you could feel the bitter in my voice. Just yeah. like, yeah, everyone yeah. too busy fucking with their own shit to want to. <laughs> I know other people who want to do yeah. art projects with you too. So oh, you can I fuck know. all the way off with that. I know. I'm just being, <laughs> I'm just being a big child. I, I, I just think, I just think that there's like, um, there was like, I had the experience to kind of like 
see how this can like look in an environment that's like safe and like regulated and like, you know, feels welcoming and like, you know, is kind of, you know, curated <laughs> a little yeah. bit and uh, just kind of got like, um, you know, I just got a good perspective change on how that looks and how that can be additive. Yeah. I had mostly experienced interconnection that was, you know, re I guess reductive to who yeah. I am. Yeah, which and, I don't um, think is interconnection. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> then, then you were the, you were the last hand before I jumped off that cliff. Then <laughs> I was about to give up on that stuff forever. I was like, I was like, no one, like, no one's like me. Mm. you know or, or like no one is like headed trying to go in the same direction that I am right and um you know but you know like like but I'm a very you know eccentric person as far as what I want from life because I think that 99% of reality is bullshit like mm. we're just we're born we're told to go work a job and ignore all the cool stuff that's happening in our human experience I think that's a huge waste well, it's just really unsustainable. And I think that, I don't know, I, I, I'm grateful for the degree of flexibility that I have in my life that does allow me to just like spend more time, I guess, in introspection. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's unsustainable. I was talking to a friend about that the other day, we were going to have dinner and they were just like exhausted from the week and their back hurt and they had to go back to work on Monday. And it's like, I can't keep doing this. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know that anybody can keep doing this, but I, I'm so happy to have gotten to hold that space for you and that I got to like, just have an environment where you got to like navigate that stuff and feel seen and, um, you like you weren't alone you know and it's interesting because that's so important for me to hear too is like I was having meditations at my house and people coming over for tea and fires and stuff and I think that that's why when you asked the question earlier like is it important for me to consider is it important for me to like keep awareness on interdependence um it is because I can get really lonely with a lot of people around you know um Certainly. and that's Right. Well, and that it's just, that's where I have to be mindful of like this, this web, you know, I am in a room full of people. I am not alone physically, tangibly, but also even like consciously, you know, we're, we're all here kind of with the same intent. Um, and I think what was beautiful about our relationship all, all the time, but uh, from the beginning is we both had these things that were hard and we didn't ever let like it was never just about you and it was never just about me you know we we held space for each other and we met each other where we were and and like you said just tried to move in the same direction um and that's when i think about interdependence on a relational standpoint i think that's what it's supposed to be you know um right there's there's times where I got to like hold something up for you and then there was times mm -hmm. where you got to hold something up for me and right. it didn't feel like a obligation 
Right. It's not a like kick in the box. It's like, okay, well, Sean has now sat with me while I cried three times. So I am going to sit with Sean while he cries three times, Rio. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then we right. will make that. Uh, I'll keep a ledger in my journal and make sure that nobody overdoes it at any time. You know, it was never about that. It was just fluid. Um, and that's such a treasure, man. Not everybody gets to have that. Yeah. And I think where we can find it, where we can bring awareness to it, even if it's not like a relationship like you and I have, you know, um, it could just be beneficial for a more peaceful existence, you know? Well, right. And I mean, if you're, so I wasn't conditioned to that idea. I was never conditioned to ask for help or I was never conditioned to, you know, look for community or to seek those things out. I was, you know, I was conditioned to like, you know, output productivity. Mm -hmm. And it feels like I'm like, you know, decrying the whole of Western civilization. I'm just saying that like, where's the line? Like, and I think that for me, my line might be in a different place than like most people. It has nothing to do with me wanting to participate or not participating. If I live here, I should participate and be productive and like, you know, do something that enriches other people's lives, um, you know, you know, via job, personal time, you know, my, even if I'm just chatting with someone on the phone or whatever, you know, that's kind of like, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying that the there's nothing wrong with that, but but I've sure found it at odds with my happiness quite a bit. Yeah. And like, that's a strange thing to, you know, I, I don't know how that sounds to people because I'm like, oh, I left my job because I wanted, like, it's just antithetical to my happiness. It's like a place where, you know, I was like actually talked to to my face like I was actually called stupid to my face there I was actually like you know treated like garbage and it's like antithetical to my happiness and that like when you communicate that to people you don't necessarily it doesn't necessarily communicate what's important to me and that is that I would like a human experience that is feels you know, safe, spacious, you know, authentic, you know, all kind. of these kind, all these various things is just like, you know, I'm like clinging to that rock <laughs> and I'm just like, please, like, I'm the, the, I want to go there. Like, I don't want, you know, like, you know, I don't want to go be a white collar sociopath like everyone else. That's all really negative. I don't mean that. There's plenty of very compassionate, very emotionally I'm trying not to make broad sweeping statements. Um, yeah. But, but but it's just like, I don't fit in that box. Like, I don't. Like, I don't fit in that cutout. Yeah. And, and it's like having to work out kind of like, I have to accept that because that's kind of the terms at which I want to live my life, not everyone's going to like, high five that not everyone's going to understand that because right. they, they might be perfectly happy taken care of and their needs are met by what they're doing yeah <laughs> and that's great wonderful right. I want everyone's needs to be met I want everyone yeah. to be happy it's just like situations where I'm not being taken care of removing myself from that yeah did not 
like, I don't know, it's such a weird experience. I'm see, see, like we've gotten way off topic now. I'm well, just like I think... talking shit on Western, you know, <laughs> I don't know that it's off topic. <laughs> I think that like we said at the beginning, it's always going to be interrelated. You know, uh, we can't talk about, we cannot define interdependence for an hour and a half, you know, uh, it's, I think it's interesting what you said, though, about uh, the way that it was, like, perceived when you left your job, you know, the way that you were, the way it can be perceived by others, where it's like, I, I left because this place was, like, siphoning my my life energy, you know, um, and then even the comment that you made about, like, white-collar workers, you know, and I think that it's really interesting and, like, uh, important to to spend time with and like deconstruct the way that we feel like we've been like conditioned to think that there's a right or a wrong way you know it's like just because I do not like exist or participate in this form of livelihood you know uh, doesn't mean that they're wrong or sociopaths and just because like I don't do what they do doesn't mean that I'm a fucking lazy shit you know um we it's kind of like dropping that blame you know dropping this idea of like superiority over one or the other um and allowing just everyone to have different paths right and maybe that's important even like maybe all of the puzzle pieces are necessary well i I have to believe they are Mm -hmm. i have to believe that i i just that is not the lens by which a huge percentage of the population views the world. It's just not, yeah. and that's fine, right? But like, it's it's just as you described. It is not a simple thing to work through. So you're mm-hmm. like almost, you know, engineering these ways in which you connect with the world, and and you're tasked with kind of like deciding how that looks and like what is safe and good and authentic Mm -hmm. or you might be looking for a completely other set of conditions right and and that's fine too i just magic pig islands well god if we talk about it enough maybe it'll happen i'm just gonna keep saying (laughs) it like beetlejuice you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. manifest me my magical pig island please it's a new moon bro i'm doing my best anything's possible (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i I didn't really mean for that to come out like I'm, you know, decrying those people for not understanding, but, right. but it's just like, it's, it's when there's three channels on TV that most people are happy with and you're like, but I would like channel 72 that's not available in this state. <laughs> and then yeah. you go in pursuit of channel 72 it's just that's the choice I made yeah I no, it is hard I definitely do not mean to diminish that um it's it's hard feeling different from the status quo and making choices to live differently um is brutal sometimes and it, I'm not even saying that it's a good choice I'm not even implying that it's like you know, was the best choice I could have made. I think it was a fucking great choice. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying that it was like, I felt strongly enough about it that I did it. And I should probably, you know, look at 
well, well my reasons were pretty good at the time. So yeah. it is what it is. But um, it's just that is trying to. So that is a very common experience to have, even outside of recovery. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I feel differently than other people. So I'm going to make that choice. And there is kind of that, like, you know, built into us, like, oh, you know, you're getting kicked out of the tribe or you're, you know, because just to be real, 500 years ago, making that choice may have meant you walked into the forest and just no one ever saw you again. You know what I mean? Like, like there is kind of like some of our biology that is very burned in that is about actually just we group together and then we coalesce into a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no individual thoughts, please. Like, 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 okay. like we just don't want to get carried away by a wolf. But you take it further back, right? You take it further back than 500 years. Okay. And you start to consider about all of those people who like stepped away from the group. Um, and, and how people did not live sedentary group lives always you know that they were constantly on the move and constantly doing something different and constantly navigating and repurposing their own lives like I think that there is I'm just thinking about Moana now Uh, but I think let's let's talk about Moana I'm so tired of talking about well I just I think about you know like you know, the whole idea is that she never leaves the island because she's going to be the chief and like nobody leaves the island and like you don't pass the reef, right? But like how integral it was for her to pass the reef. Like the island would have fucking died. You know, all of the people would have starved to death. Like that's pretty dark, the thing they didn't tell you, but like it's true. And so I think that stepping away absolutely comes with risks. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, in any timeline, it does. But I also think that sometimes it's just necessary um, for not only survival, but for growth. Right. Anytime that I can correlate any part of my life to a Disney film, I like, I know I'm in a good place. (laughs) I don't know, man. There's some pretty dark ones. (laughs) No, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking about, you know, happy the good you know, ones you're welcome you know that guy you know you know oh, the feel man. goods part of the yeah. movie, you know, movie. Yeah. i'm not talking about any of the you know black cauldron dark dark disney stuff i'm just talking about things are gonna be okay man mm. it's gonna be okay if you follow your heart except at first it'll feel awful and then it'll get really bad and then sometime in the future through some fog it'll be okay Right. And you are going to like shake your fist at the ether and you're going to say, I don't want it. Take it back. Put me back. And it's going to say, no, (laughs) not today. Uh, You are this far. Got to keep going. You made 80%. We're just going to push you the rest of the way. Don't worry about it. Right. Right. I wish they would just give me my degree already, though. (laughs) (laughs) See, okay. Okay, that's different. We're talking about a completely different subject. Okay, that's not true. It's it's, it's the same. It's the exact same. same, Exact same thing. There's there's like, um, 
yeah i will i'm trying not to like you know bring up your stuff if, if it's you want fine to share a whole lot of that it's fine i that's always that's a constantly evolving process that is right. uh the, but it's very relevant to um you know going out into the woods walking off into the woods by myself you know making the decision to not finish school right now and instead start my own business uh and really like cultivate and like work on that um it is it's a scary going out into the woods kind of situation but i am so happy <laughs> you know i love what i do um it feeds these parts of me and it gives me a a direct link to helping others um, yeah and that's kind of beautiful so i'm scary uh, but good i'm in the midst of a very very difficult um process of, of examining where i i got it into my mind that the best thing i can do for other people is help myself yes and like like you know how like you reorganize some something that is incredibly fundamental like that and it mm -hmm. reshuffles all the stuff in your life that's above yeah. that layer yep and that yep, one's yep, pretty yep, far yep. down i feel because it's like a yeah. you know it's like a view that if you aren't paying too much attention you can go pretty far off the rails with yeah and you can you know um like like effectively you know not i feel like there's some things that life has a problem teaching where like life's way of teaching that is like pain or like discomfort or things not working out. But you're already in a situation where those things are happening. So you have to kind of like raise that ship a little bit and then you can see, and then you're like, oh, okay, this ship can go down to the bottom of the ocean. We can do the whole process over again, you know, get a proper perspective on life, um, mm -hmm. you know, but that's, I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot of stuff um, right now that I just don't have the capacity to see fully, or I know I'm not there. Yeah. Like, 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 well, like wherever that place is that I can like, you know, have a proper view on something um, in such a way that I could feel good about talking about it a whole ton, <laughs> which I've done anyway, but um, <laughs> that, that is not a place that I am exactly. Um, on that front but 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 it's um it seems good and i know you know that but when you say it like that i was like i was like wait a second i have something to say and then i talked <laughs> for three minutes so now we're here fantastic but i love it like it's so much of it for me was unintuitive hmm. it, it wasn't like there was not there was never really an open door. I just kind of got pushed through a wall and then I was in another room. Mm -hmm. um, and it feels, it feels like that particular change is so fundamental. It's going to take me years to really see that in a way that um, bears fruit, I guess. Like, I mean, it's just like, um, Whatever I see you smirking over there, you're. you're I'm to... thinking. I okay. am thinking. Yeah. I so like. I also want to preface that my opinions and views of some of the stuff that I've talked about is not where I'm going to be in a year. Oh yeah. Like there's people like like there's people 
in Oklahoma that I do not have the capacity to be compassionate for. I do not have the capacity to be loving towards or care about. I do not have that capacity. Would I like that some someday? Yes, but because it makes my life easier. Yeah. If those, if that, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I don't even know, I think that it would be really easy to hear that and say, well, what a fucking selfish motivation. Um, but I don't think that's true. Well, I mean, I that's think, what I thought at first. Right. I think that actually it goes back to what you said earlier of I am better able to take care of others when I take care of myself. The way that I help others is to help myself. And so if you have the ability to show more compassion and care for other humans, and it's for you so that you are less angry or feel less resentment or rage <laughs> or whatever, you know, um, it does, it benefits others. So it's okay that it's for you because they experience the consequence. In my opinion. Oh, certainly. Uh, it sounds, it sounds good. I like it. <laughs> I just getting to the place where I feel it and can like, you know, do it is, is a yeah. journey. Yeah. It's a journey. You don't have to be there yet. I'm like, it's, Should... you know, I'm, on the internet, I'm looking up, is there any chance that the earthquakes in Oklahoma will cause it to fall into the ocean? That would cause a lot of... <gasps> you know, it, Rio. The people that I care about would have left. <laughs> this is like, you know, a magical <laughs> island scenario. You I'm know. still here. Well, I mean, oh. I'd show up like Noah and just let some people into my boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh man, just like give me a heads up if like that's coming and I will make a trip. I was definitely looking at flights to Washington yesterday. Well, no, but like, <laughs> like, 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 I mean, that comes from a really sincere place that is like, I have resentment that exists mm -hmm. there. I have huge disappointment. I have, I have people that I feel have wronged me specifically, but I know that's not the whole truth. Right. And that that doesn't have to be something that I carry and that I'm just in an awkward place where I can't muster that perspective yet. Yeah. And I someday think, I will. I think even knowing that, knowing that that's not the whole truth and that someday it will be different. Yeah. is like plenty for now. Right. You know, uh, I think <laughs> that we, I have a tendency to skip the middle steps, right? Mm -hmm. Like I want to. Once I want to logic my way out of things and be like, well, I, the, for me to hate them doesn't make any sense. Or, you know, it's just like degrading my own like spiritual well being. Uh, so I'm not going to do that anymore. And that's not, that's skipping all the steps. That's repression, you know, and that doesn't actually work and it comes out sideways other places. And so, right. I don't know. <laughs> so if this do makes... all the steps. Yeah. Well, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. I am, I am doing, um, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. Mm. Um, I feel like I've been put into a very awkward place in life. I'm just doing the best I can. Yeah. And that's fine. You're killing it. But somewhere along the line, I don't know if you had this experience or you've had this experience, but somewhere along the line, I stopped looking at my own personal growth as constructing a house and started looking at my personal growth as a tree that's growing 
Okay. So not and baking it, like, a cake anymore. No, I'm not baking a cake. Oh, I used to think about myself as a cake, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Oh, you man. Did. I wanted girls to like me so bad. Oh, well. <laughs> the 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 idea like it's really a texture thing and i don't know if it really comes across with that metaphor but i stopped like 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 it wasn't a compartmentalized intellectual experience but rather just like a i am a part of the world blown in the wind and my leaves are going to fall off in the fall and the spring there'll be new growth and like this constant cycle yeah allows me to sort of like get there and as someone um said to me the other day um this is a slow grow experience which i didn't like at all i was very yeah. very cross with that idea um but you know it's really true there there's only so much you can do until you run into like a situation where you're just like i just don't actually have enough compassion for that right? Like my compassion goes here, here, and here, you know, myself, my family, my friends, my community. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not to the point where I have compassion for the world yet. Yeah. But that's it, like, knowing that is all I needed. You know what I mean? It's like, I needed that distinction. I, like I needed that, like, oh, like my tree isn't big enough yet. Yeah. Someday it will. And then I can stop punching myself in the back of the head for making an awkward house and start patting myself on the back for having a beautiful tree well, which is a lot easier and again braiding sweetgrass uh the other talks about how trees some years don't produce fruit because they don't have they have not like accumulated or retained enough sugar to do that so they don't produce fruit or nuts or whatever it is that they produce you know and that that's not only okay but it's important because if they produced fruit every year, the fruit would suck, you know, and then nobody's going to scatter the seeds because you're not going to have animals e and people eating the fruit and like displacing the seeds and the seeds, if they just fall to the ground and try to sprout there, they don't have room to grow. And so I think that the metaphor really works with being a tree uh, versus being a house or a cake you know because they're they're not sentient you know um and you are you know and you have resources uh that are you have access to or you don't you know um, and you also have like evolutionary characteristics that are important as you continue to grow yeah and i mean you know that's not to complain i have I have a embarrassment of resources right now. I don't know, like, 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 do you want to go back on topic or do you want me to continue to ramble? I actually have to go very soon. Perfect. Yeah. I don't <laughs> even, I, I have no concept of how much time it's been, but. It's like 510 here. And so I have to leave in like 20 minutes. Okay. So. I don't know how much time that's been, but. <laughs> no, I mean, that's perfect. I. Okay. I will assume this has been three hours. That's about how long it feels like. Three hours? No, Definitely no, that's not. not true. It's been a... Maybe a little over an hour. It's been like a buck 15, you know what I mean? Buck 15, yeah. yeah. So so like one thing I want to, um, you know, just throw out there before, like while we still have time is that none of this is done for me. Everything yeah. that I talk about is not like, like, you know, me standing on a soapbox with a robe, like, you know. yeah. Behold, my final form, you know, look at all this, yeah. you know, like, like really is just an 
a never-ending ongoing process of self-examination yeah Um, and that next week will be different yeah and there there's like you know it's oh like 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 I don't know I don't feel embarrassed about saying that like you know oh I just don't have the capacity to do that yet or Mm -hmm. oh like there's you know I'm still growing in this area or like this is you know because I don't want to tell people how it is I want to describe what is happening to me yeah (laughs) and that there is like you know confused like I I experience confusion disappointment sadness about not being enough for that you know because like I wish I was just like like oh like I just had a full tank of you know everyone's I I can find that spark of humanity that I appreciate at a distance from those people I don't want to interact with or I can you know you know see people who have said difficult things to me in recovery as people who are, you know, figuring it out on their own and are just afraid. Mm -hmm. But um, I can intellectually understand that, but I have work to do. I have things that have to, you know, shift and give way for that to be the case. And I think that's important. Not only is that important for you to know, but I think that's an important thing to share here because it gives people permission to not be there yet. You know, Um, it's really easy to want to be somewhere else. Sorry. But no one is there yet. Right. Right. There is no there. Turns out. Yeah. 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 I mean, every time you turn a corner, there's just two more corners. Exactly. And then they're infinitely more complex. And then you yeah. keep going and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like your, your capacity to handle it changes. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I think there's like an authenticity with like admitting that I might be wrong or, yeah. or that I feel a certain way and I have a certain viewpoint, but that's not true for, for other people. Right. That's not the only way that you can look at it. Right. And just like being like, okay, with like, even I guarantee you it's either happened or will happen. I will say something staggering, you know, staggeringly dumb here, like more so than, you know, what we like, you know, what we've gone through today, but like, like that is my intention is not to like, like, as I said, you know, create a place for me to tell, tell people how to recover, but rather create a place where I can talk about the experience of it for myself. Right. I wish someone, I wish people talked more about, you know, you know, the texture, the timbre, the, how it feels, the shades of it. When I was beginning, it took me a long time to find people that talked about the, you know, the timbre of it. Right. Well, storytelling which is what I would say we're doing here is interactive. You know, um, we're not, we're not performing. Uh, it's evident by how off topic we get all the time, you know, and how we wind up just talking to each other and hoping people enjoy it. Uh, but I think that there's so much value in storytelling um, because it gives people the ability to relate uh, and just represents a lot of different paths, you know? Right. And like, like an honest, and I mean, I mean this in like the least hokey way possible. I can't wait if we continue to do this for the in- indefinite future. I can't wait to talk about stuff, you know, that I've opinions that I have changed. Yeah. Or like, excuse me, or like things that are, you know, 
shifts in right. like, you know, what's important in my life or, right. or like, you know, at some point where we're, we're going to talk about relationships, like, you know, romantic relationships and recovery. And I can't wait to, uh, you know, be like, yeah, I'm having one of those. It's really, it's, it's, it, it's an absolute nightmare. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I hate it. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to go I'm back excited. to in this hussy let's do it see your face immediately like really really makes it more appetizing for me to say things like that yeah it'll be real fun when we're like yeah that shit i said in episode two bullshit not yep. never yeah. mind I, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck i was talking about <laughs> we have done all of you a huge disservice i am sorry i am sorry hope it didn't fuck you up forever well i mean <laughs> like you know really the best parts of my recovery experience in oklahoma the best parts <laughs> have been kind of this casual diy quality mm-hmm. and i i hope i can bring some of that to people's experience if they've never They've never had that where you're just like, you know, I need an old priest and a young priest. We're going to exercise this person right now. And just, <laughs> you know, we're going to sit down. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Like I used to want like, like, like um, check that out at the May Club. Um, just like people sitting in a corner together with some notebooks. Oh, yeah. T- talking about people. the feels. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, you know, or, you know, just just a girl off on her own crying. And then, you know, the the flock of women come around her or, you know, you know, the men standing outside smoking cigarettes, you know, there's kind of a, you know, an experience to be had there. I've been all so. those people. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm actually thinking like, yeah, I've been all those people too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's like, there, like, there's kind of a, a, not a polished quality to a lot of it. And right. I just think that that's more authentic. Yeah. I can't imagine that, uh, I look good in polished qualities. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if I was together. All right. Okay. Well, I love you dearly. I love you too, Theo. You're a real, real trooper for doing this with me. And uh, I love it. I was so excited for today. Do uh do you also love everyone listening? I do. I still love everyone. Listen to me. Listen, blah, blah. <laughs> listening. <laughs> I still love everyone. Listen to me. Uh, no, I love everyone listening. Uh, it was cool last week when some people listened. They texted me and said, I love you too. And I know, precious. So I love y'all. I hope y'all have a great day. I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, I, I love you all too. And this has been episode two of Rio and Theo Talk Recovery. Adios. Mm-hmm. <laughs>